Yeah, I don't know. It's like one of those things where I'm like, let me just let me get the kids in school first. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll go from there. It's my stress level from that. So the adult beverages are poured the kids are asleep welcome to new dad gaming a show about fatherhood gaming and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives my name is trevor and i have a three-year-old and a six-year-old and i'm jeff i have an 11 year old and eight year old and i'm wondering where the dad joke is this week trevor what you know this (laughs) it can't become too predictable (laughs) that's true you throw me off (laughs) if it's not like if it doesn't show up then you know that's the way it's going to be it's got a a little bit of surprise. You gotta never see it coming. It's gonna ninja style at some point. Maybe next show. Maybe next month. You don't know. Could be it could this be, episode. Who knows? It could be another three hundred episodes before you ever <laughs> see one. <laughs> but it's coming. It's coming. Never know. <laughs> now the uh, right off the hop, I, we want to say a huge thank you this week as we had a listener recommend the podcast to somebody else. So good friend of the show, this dad's platinum journey who. We've mentioned a few times, but this is a gaming dad who is actively trying to get platinum trophies on PlayStation games. Yes, I'm living vicariously through him. <laughs> so, like, I don't know that I've ever got a platinum, honestly. So to, to, oh, I've got the easy ones, so like Rocket Arena. Okay. Like, <laughs> so to see this dad going for it, it's always awesome. But uh, he gives a shout out, a Twitter user, Benevolent Knight, at Benevolent Knight, uh, just spelled with a two at the end instead of a T. <laughs> very very terse very to the point wife is pregnant period <laughs> which if that was the announcement that's it it's the exact opposite of a firework uh, powdery blue display so that's kind of nice in this day and age but wife is pregnant any tip for a first time gamer dad which this dad's platinum journey says congratulations mate hands clapping there make sure wife is all good and help out around the house and get time to game between feeds etc excellent dad advice right yes i did nights with the baby in between feeds i'd play spider-man while baby slept next to me and wife got some hours undisturbed love that i think that's a gaming dad move that you and i both deployed no all, all the time yes that is like number one priority so <laughs> yeah. and then at the end of that tweet check out new dad gaming hey that's so, us hey, hey this dad's platinum journey uh, at this platinum thank you so much we so yeah. very much appreciate getting the word out there to other gaming dads now something that gaming dads like to do is drink beer our summer of beer picks of the week is continuing yes. uh, jeff got <laughs> the real amazing one this week um, <laughs> myself i i was dead set on finding something from america this week i've been doing a world tour but wanted to bring it home to our neighbors our good neighbors to the south so i went with Lagunitas, best word, they have a pronunciation guide on the bottle, which Do I appreciate. Okay. Okay. Lagunitas. I was worried that the G was silent, like Spanish. Right. Lagunitas, it's but not. Lagunitas, so okay. be it. <laughs> Lagunitas IPA, Indian Pale Ale, a well-rounded, highly drinkable Indian Pale Ale. A bit of caramel malt barley provides the richness, richness that mellows out the twang of the hops, including Cascade, Sentinel, Chinook, and Splash of Honorary Sea Hop. You know... You know those hops, Jeff. I know some of those words. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those sounds like English. <laughs> best enjoys, best enjoyed from mustache. Oh, <laughs> well. Mo- Movember's coming up, I suppose. That's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, excellent beer. Very solid beer. It hits, uh, hits you kind of sharply at the beginning, but sort of mellows out. Leaves you with a bit, bit of bitter on the backside of it, but tasty, delicious, great beer. I re- really am enjoying it. It's not. 
something you would write an article about necessarily, but delicious, yeah. good tasting. You can tell that they put some good craft into it. So nice. now your beer, Jeff, made me insanely <laughs> jealous. Oh, well, <laughs> tell you, you, you describe it, and I'll give you some of my how unbelievable, how sh- shocked I was that you enjoyed. Okay, so. It. I will give you the listing of ingredients, and listeners here will, <laughs> of, will know. <laughs> of taste. <laughs> right away that this is not a Jeff beer. Um, okay, so prepare for an intense tropical explosion of zesty oranges, grapefruit, honey, and juicy bitterness. That's like, that's the anti-Jeff. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no Jeff there's anywhere no Jeff within here. that description. That there's is not no. a drop of Jeff. No, there's nothing, but it is Hob, Hobgoblin IPA from the uk and i will say trevor it is delicious it is the anti-jeff jeff beer i love it it's so good it, it just crossed the nexus like it went past <laughs> it's so anti-jeff it became jeff that's right just like yeah like, like double negative on me it's just yeah. like no it's positive now it's great i love it no it's good i don't know what it is is the honey i have no idea but it's great i this is you right here so that that's what i'm i'm so fascinated um buy this beer i'm going to buy it this week guarantee it because normally i would see tropical explosions this oranges grapefruit hunt the honey is so fascinating i've never seen that in beer yeah yeah but juicy bitterness like all those things really speak to me but then to know that you liked it (laughs) yeah is running the other way i don't know (laughs) it's insane (laughs) so which would i don't know yeah well witchcraft from which wood brewery see based in the uk that that's amazing that you like it put a spell on me i don't know nice well done <laughs> so some good peers this week and we actually had a good friend of the show Demet, joining us this week yes. uh, as we record this we're actually a few days late we just had some as jeff put it on a tweet hashtag dad life hit us <laughs> we're a little late on the show uh Demet, and that's at scc underscore da underscore matt says Damat uh, was going to enjoy this and listen to at new dad gaming while i made dinner but i'm apparently caught up in that we were late for the show he is yes. holding though a rogue pumpkin patch ale ale brewed with roasted pumpkins i mean halloween's coming here it is here's <laughs> the fall it, it's pulling the trigger a little soon i was so tempted when i was choosing my beer this week <laughs> yeah but I, I feel like i'm gonna hold off until october we might have to end the year of beer or the summer of beer with some October ones, which is kind of nice. That's sunsetting it with a fall, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like one of those things where I'm like, let me just let me get the kids in school first, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go from there. It's my stress level from that. So yeah, no, I'm I'm interested to taste what a pumpkin. I've never had a pumpkin beer, and now that I'm drinking this, that is apparently anti Jeff beer that I love. Maybe this is a new start. I don't know. It's a new year. It's a new Jeff. This is going to be great. So, anyways, hey, Demat, thanks for joining along. Uh, Thanks, everyone else. These are beer picks. If you do have a beer pick you want to send along to us, uh, toss it our way. We'd love to get some dad suggestions on the show. Now, speaking of Twitter and interaction, there was a really thought-provoking tweet, I I thought, from uh, that old gamer guy, at that old gamer guy. Uh, As he writes... Any other 30-plus gamers ever worry about getting too old to identify with characters in games? As more developers go the St. Rose route and focus on appealing to the late teen crowd, I wonder if our generation will be left behind as developers slash publishers. Just thinking aloud. Yeah, no, again, great, great thought. I hadn't really 
given it too much thought just because it's, there's so many games out there now and the indie kind of uh, field of all the games, like there's just a ton of different games in different genres popping up. So I wasn't sure if we're being left behind, but I can see where, you know, the games kind of that you grew up with might not be in play or as popular um, in this mm -hmm. kind of world we live in. Like everything is just so detailed and people harp on everything mm -hmm. um, to be perfect. Whereas you, you kind of used to that jankiness and maybe more <laughs> mythical characters or something. I don't know. Yeah. Now, are you finding any, you're seeing some of the trailers. I mean, we're, we have a trailer up for the new Saints Row, uh, which was kind of the impetus for the tweet. Yeah. Uh, are you finding with their interactions, how they speak, like any of the kind of uh, personalities of it kind of leaving you behind as in this is definitely youth focused youth culture. Are you, are you hitting, is that hitting you at all? I will say what's weird for me is having more and more technology in the world. Mm -hmm. So, and I think we kind of talked about this before the show, anything with like a cell phone and a game for me doesn't, it, it's kind of, it disrupts that suspension of disbelief. And maybe that's because it's so close to technology and I know what that brings with it. I'm like, oh, that guy would not be driving with his cell phone. He'd be checking his tweets at a stoplight. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're just starting to think <laughs> yeah. in that way. Um, that's kind of where I'm coming from, but I don't like, I don't really care much about Saints Row just as an example. Uh, I never did. I understand it. Like I know, uh, a lot of people do and I see that they've taken a different direction with Saints Row and a lot of people don't like it. And maybe that's mm -hmm. the issue where this isn't just another redo or an iteration of Saints Row. They're, they're bringing it back to something that might be a little bit more, dare I say, Fortnite-ish. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that kind of mentality or that, you know, playfulness. So, so I that's, don't know. What do you think? That's a bit more where I'm coming at it from, where it's the interaction of it that is a bit more uh, to the current times. So like a wave of w methods that people interact with games that have kind of passed us by. The way I think about it is when I was first trying to get into Fortnite just to check it out. It, it was so bewildering for me as an old man. <laughs> like the, like, like what do you, what is this lobby? Like, what is all these different modes? Like, why are there skins? What do you mean? There's a pa wait a minute. Like, I bought the game, but there's like a pass that I also yeah. pay for that just gets me skins. So, so I'm paying for a pass just to get a skin. Okay, now I'm in, but I'm, like people are typing certain verbiage that I'm, like I have no clue what the heck you're talking about or how to understand any of it. So to, for me, it was more towards. I, I think I really hit that a bit with. Saint or not Saints Row with uh, Fortnite, mm -hmm. where whereas the way that the gaming is now interacting with the players itself, where before it was very much a solo or a, co a couch co-op type of interaction. You and I get together. We're gonna play uh, Diablo two on the one console and kind of grind it out. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go back into my room and play some Final Fantasy seven. Right. You know that's what gaming was, and now this like vast, massive social aspects to it like and, and think minecraft like, think yeah. about think about a gamer dad ripped out of the 90s and plopped in front of like i'm trying to figure out a minecraft server uh yeah and i've seen uh i've seen glimpses of that with my kids mm -hmm. uh going through the minecraft servers jumping on different loading their own mods so they're into modifying their games which 
to me as an old gamer oh god i'm saying old gamer i'm not uh, no I old refuse. dad gaming I'm it's refuse. a new show no <laughs> no um for me to modify a game way back when like quake 2 i remember trying to download map packs and you really had to know the file system and get in there and change things and make copies and if it didn't work you were screwed really like, you had to like download the whole not download but like up get the floppy disk out or whatever it was and reload it in i yeah, i'm so used to saying download download didn't exist <laughs> like it didn't mm-hmm. didn't exist but now people are you know they work all these windows and servers and mods in the game and it's mm-hmm. all accessible like immediately and it's kind of like in your face all the time so it's interesting where you know that interactivity is is in a different space that we're used to mm-hmm. yeah yeah to kind of round it off i do think that the you had a great point though around now that older folks, now that dads are veterans in the gaming industry, you know, I, I think those are kind of experiences that they're going through, and that's ones you're starting to see come out where it's games about uh, it takes two. Yeah, I think it's about like two parents and like kids. There was there's some of that in a few games uh, unraveled. I think with had some parts yeah. of that. Uh, I mean, my goodness, like uh, as the plat- dad's platinum journey discovered with God of War. The ultimate dad of war story, right? right. Like that, that type of tender, fatherly uh, interaction and, and situations that was put into an amazing action game that you could also really get into. I'm, I'm almost kind of curious of there's going to be sort of, a, I want to say flipping. That's not, I don't, because I don't mean to degrade it. I mean, um, fun, like exciting, kind of enticing things like Saints Row that maybe it like leans a bit more on youth culture mm-hmm. as far as, you know, they'll, there'll be something reminiscent of TikTok as you're doing your stunts within Saints Row. And I don't know that that's going to be beyond us dads to enjoy just as far as like, you know, I'm a sexy elf in Warcraft. I might as well just be a teen, a, like a late teen inside of Saints Row. You know, I, yeah. I think we can do the disassociation. I suppose I'm more excited about the idea of stories of fatherhood, adulthood, of growing, you know, the kind of the phase we're going through because as the game devs are coming along with our same age, right? Yeah, absolutely. And even into different spaces where there's struggles with like mental illness and and different representation that way, right? Real problems that I think a lot of dads can, you know, relate to, or at least adults can relate to, where, you know, that is something that is a part of their lives or or they're dealing with it, right? So a lot of that representation is coming Mm -hmm. out in games and and how to to deal with that through games. So that's kind of cool to see too. Yeah, I mean, not to have a downer one, but there was the game... Uh, that dragon cancer, I think it was yes, called. Yes. Yes. Right. Which, th- to explore that those type of themes through gaming, like that's it's fascinating. It's interesting. I, I don't know that I don't think that necessarily ties in with our dad conversation, but it's that the, all the different type of experiences that us as adults are now going through. It's kind of cool to see it make it in, and I, and I'm excited for it. I, I think we will continue to see it because the gaming audience is no longer just teens it's you know what i mean like it's there's adult gamers there's amazing adult podcasts about gaming so right right (laughs) right guys right anybody (laughs) so it's kind of interesting to see that i'll say like with uh god age i just had this something i've been able i have not been able to like nick with old ages we're just going through the mall recently and there's this uh, elevator and i just like as i've aged like i just can't deal with elevators anymore i have no what? idea what it's about you <laughs> just done I, I can't do elevators anymore but don't worry i'm taking steps to avoid it oh my god 
he did it. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Oh, Mitchell. geez. That's the end of the show, folks. Thank Mitch, you for joining us. Mitchell Didn't see I got to get a soundboard just for. Oh, <laughs> my God. When I pull that off. <laughs> I'm glad it was a joke because I was about to like. It's like, yeah, you can't do elevators. <laughs> I mean, like, how old are you? Should you be driving? I'm not sure. Like, wow. Okay, bravo, man. I don't know. Whew, it's a bit of a stretch. I weren't, sh- weren't sure you're going to follow it. It's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, I am an old man. I do have kids who play games. As a previous episode <laughs> had mentioned, though, uh, my kids had, my older had brought in the younger, and the two of them were just self sufficient. And right. I found myself being booted out i was not allowed into the game anymore and they were just kind of having a great time which is like hey i got some time to like clean up and get re- them ready for school the next day but it's also oh man my game yeah hey guys <laughs> my, game, my gaming buddies what happened back in yeah i was good to say speaking about i'm back in baby oh okay that didn't last long okay back it was in. so i guess they kind of got over the initial thrill of just the two of them and now they started to invite me back into the game so it's like <laughs> So it's very much, hey, well, can you come play with us? Like, hey, can you play with both of us after supper? Can we have a game? So starting to get those pulls back in, which has been just so great. I'm so happy, man. I'm, yeah. back, I'm back in the zone. It's, it's Except now it's like three of us playing through games. <laughs> right. And you're still winning, right? No, so, God, no. no so right. Often. So... <laughs> I it's been every race in Mario Kart is contentious. Like here's what I did. I I chose the exact same guy and cart as him. I did everything the same because my theory was okay. Let's see if it is a cart discrepancy. Right. And no, no, it was like he won two, I won two. It's competitive. He's I'm really that bad. Slash, he's really that good at Mario Kart. That's see, been I'm trying to figure out if like they invited you back, thinking that you practiced. You're like, okay, maybe he's better now. Like, maybe he's, maybe he's finally good. <laughs> we won't hurt his feelings this time. He's he's better. Don't worry. What's, what's funny with the little one is like his, you know, his attention span really isn't there yet. So sometimes he'll just set down the controller and kind of like wander off for like ten minutes. <laughs> but meanwhile, his character is still getting like eighth place. Like oh never, well. But it has all the auto stuff on, and right. Nintendo does as nintendo do and yeah. they don't tend to let him lose so even without touching it he ends up being like eighth place in the races. <laughs> and then my son is either first or second behind me wow yeah it's like <laughs> what could i say so that 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 never resolved but what has resolved those i'm getting back bright invited back into it so it's been good awesome to play with them do you do you have memories of when you first started to play with both your sons in game yeah yeah it was um i will say it's it's great as a gaming dad as a milestone because like finally you're you're involving the entire family right mm. in something that you love and, and they're starting to love too and you can see that spark in them right you, you want to like encourage that behavior and you're all there with them i will say though like on the games that we played it's now twice the menu system right like so <laughs> The one brother has to go pick his character, pick all the accessories, like let's say Mario Kart, right? Pick his character, go through all the things. And then the second, pick his character and go through. I'm like, oh my God. It's just the extending of time in those menus kills me. But it it is enjoyable, I will say. I'm not, Mm. you know, totally putting a downer on it. I'm just saying it's just a lot when you get into it. (laughs) So what what was the games that the three of you would first play? Do you recall? Uh... I, well, I will say Guacamelee, which is like a 2D wow, action nice. platformer, right? Wait, that's that's three player? <clears throat> yep. It could be four player. 
Um, oh, wow. That'd be and crazy. it's great because if somebody can't do something, they just hit, hit, literally hit a button and they're just like this glowing orb that follows the other characters because oh, it can nice. get pretty difficult, right? So that was an easy one to get to. And then Diablo 3, which I will say <laughs> <laughs> may not be appropriate for, I think my son was a six at the time, but he loved like the weapons and stuff. But yeah, that was an easy, that was a menu system, man. Like everything, one player pauses the game to change their weapons, the whole game pauses. It's kind so. of like, yeah, I, I can see where people would push back on that uh, as far as age appropriateness. I will yeah. say like th- there's something about being so removed from it. Like there's hor- like a horror film on uh, YouTube or like, you know, some real awful garbage uh, stuff like video that somebody puts together again, like on YouTube that like is targeted specifically around like scaring or disturbing yeah. someone. Right. Yeah. The Diablo stuff as much as it's not pretty, it's not nice, but it's also a so small. It's kind of hard to make out a lot of it. Yeah, and it's yeah, not very yeah. it's not very visceral like it's just hack and slashy action there's like all these beams and lights and stuff and like sure it's a skeleton but like the skeleton's oh, yeah. like 16 pixels tall yeah. and he's like throws out a bunch of gold and it's kind of done so yeah. i could see where maybe it would fly it's not necessarily appropriate but like if the kids have the right mind and you're all together yeah like so- you obviously know your own kids my kids have got scared more over youtube videos than they have yeah. diablo 3 and they don't listen to story elements they're like nah. so (laughs) you're in it for the story just never mind that game it's not gonna happen (laughs) just go blasting through it yeah yeah so it's so it's been mario kart uh it's been uh castle crashers uh what was it rocket league oh yeah Yeah. that's been a blast just to see them laughing away that's good you know know game with like has been surprisingly wonderful even for the two of them Uh, humans fall flat oh yes Yes, I've heard about that. Don't own it, but I've heard good things. It's just like the, the it's preposterous because like the you have such weird control, and it's cooperative, right? Like you're trying to help each other to get to a goal. Yeah, and it's it's non-linear. Like it's just weird, hmm. like how he would solve things. Like it just presents like okay, here's like four trains, six boulders, and a piece of wood. Go. Right. And I, I don't think that's necessarily this is the only way to possibly solve it. It's like three or four and then the, when you there's no dying or anything you're just like these bumbling yeah. <laughs> falling about fellas so to, if anything a the cutesy fun silly like there's a bunch of laughing that'll happen because you'll look ridiculous like 50 times in a mission but <laughs> more important i really like the non-linear aspect to it good or it's just like here's like three trains you know a river and yeah. a box what are you going to do and eventually you just like that you poke and you push and eventually put some stuff together like oh that's a way we can solve it right and that that part i love that type of creativity with uh, inspiring that type of creativity with gaming through the kids so yeah that was cool to see that's a pretty well it goes on sale a lot so it's yeah. not even an expensive game you know five ten bucks usually mm-hmm. what you spend for that one Boom. highly recommend it now you, you mentioned like the menu system they always want to go in and change their characters <laughs> yep is not a very <laughs> streamlined menu system right okay so, so that can be a little bit bothersome it's like we want to get new characters like, oh, just like, just deal with who you have just go with the plain play-doh avatars we don't need to do this yeah get what you get don't get upset we used yeah. to say that at dinner now you say that in <laughs> video games oh now that so i get to play with my kids um i'm so happy it is i get the feeling you might lose privileges in playing with your kid because <laughs> listen <laughs> Because all I see is there's a tweet goes out from Jeff. It says playing a Terraria, a Terraria, Terraria, yeah, 
playing Terraria with the kids again. They're off mining while I'm totally helping. <laughs> and Jeff has just written in the sky of the world, Dad rules. Yes. That is such a piss off. <laughs> like, I'd be so angry. Like, you're supposed to be helping. Uh, yeah. And instead, you're just writing how you rule. Yeah. What was it? Tell me how it came about. And the t- what I really want to know was the kid's reaction. When I, I mean, came back and saw this. Right? Besides getting my kids back for them totally helping in the beginning. No, I'm just kidding. Like, it wasn't, like, <laughs> one of those things. But in this game, right, my kids are off. This map is huge. They're off mining materials to build their castle in the sky, which I will say my oldest has built himself. It's amazing. I have pictures of that as well. And I just thought, well, okay, I will go off and mine too. And we're all in this voice chat helping mm-hmm. each other. I built Dad Rules in the Sky. And I felt that that was helping <laughs> to allow them to understand that Dad does rule. Mm-hmm. And he rules this world. <laughs> so. <laughs> Very instructional. What's great about it is if you press the map system, you can see where all the other players are. And eventually my kids did notice that I was nowhere near the mines where you would get materials and they come out. And because I've written this so big, it appears on the map (laughs) on this little mini map. So they're like, dad, okay, no, this is my server. You don't rule the server. (laughs) I don't think so. You have no power here. I'm like, just let me have my fun. I'm totally helping you win the game. And they're like, you're totally not. Go and do your job. We told you what to get. You're not doing it. We so. gave you chores, Dad. Get they to did. work. They did. I did not do them. I'm like, see what it is like not to listen? So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and life lesson. Yes. <laughs> this is where we... Super yeah. Nanny would be proud of you. They what had was... a blast, though. They thought it was hilarious. They did laugh. Then they broke it. I was gonna say, I was gonna how fast until they went up there and just firebombed it. Oh yeah, they broke it. They kept the rules, but they put their names. So oh, yeah, of course. Well, kids rule. Well, it's not their names, but kids rule. I'm like, please, I'm gonna come in here after your bedtime and <laughs> yeah, I've got to write it again. <laughs> this will this will not stand. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Oh, that is a riot. Hey, just, yeah. just from my curiosity, like, how were you playing? So like, the was it two on the playstation then like you were on switch like what's the technology technology breakup to get on the same system for the game yeah actually this one is pretty neat because it can work on a whole bunch of consoles it has the you could do four player or three player on one screen but this one my son my 11 year old modified so he downloaded a mod and went through that whole steam team mod loader like he has his own steam password all this stuff so we were all playing on pcs while i was playing on my mac but it's all crossplay, so hmm. we were all on our separate computers, uh, kind of in the same room at one hmm. point. I had a voice chat going on Steam, so it was all pretty cool. I don't know. So it's cra- yeah, like a LAN party. Yeah, yeah. But all with be- my kids. So, but because he had a mod, it's, so he downloaded, and installed a mod. It didn't so- doesn't sound like it's very straightforward. So he had to like actually dive yeah. in and figure it out. It resulted yeah. in you having a LAN party on Ter- Terraria. Yeah, and he set up his own his own little server, his world, set the rules f- for the world, and he could boot me at any time. He did not do that because he knew that that would not be good. But then I yeah. boot him out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a yeah, it was a cool kind of like you said, land parties. So it was just a new experience and on playing this game, and everyone had their own screen, so no one's fighting over, you know, a menu system that pops up and freezes everybody's game, or somebody can't see anything. Uh, and we all had a great time for a good hour before things <laughs> went sideways and <laughs> they had like, to go outside for a bit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
before things degraded as they always yeah. do. Yeah. So oh, amazing. No, it good. It's a great game. Again, it's like a cheap five ten dollar game. So highly recommend Terraria. Yeah, my man, I might check that out because they mine had been trying Minecraft, but it's definitely too complex for the little one. Yeah, it's a three D uh, aspect, right? Like this is totally two D. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't think he's gonna get it necessarily, no. but it, he just like I think he'll have a little bit of an easier time traversing the world. You can write things in the sky. That's all he can <laughs> do. You just do happy faces, or you know, kids. Dad, Dad is just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of being here, here could be the new home. And we got a very interesting tweet that sort of spoke to us because of, I mean. We have been in this market as well, but from uh, Matthew, we get at, and that's at HEW171. Any other dads out there felt completely overwhelmed with buying a house? Loan terminology and paperwork. This is not my area and trying my best so wife doesn't get overwhelmed, but man, I am stressed. Home inspections didn't go the best. Needs all new windows. Uh, then uh, it goes on to say, and we may not even get it now as they don't want to budge. This is our first house, so not much to put down, but all the the little costs are starting to add up to me not sleeping anymore. So, yeah, as mentioned, I just went through this. Uh, we fortune beyond fortunate as far as being able to get a new home and being able to move in where I'm currently recording from. Mm-hmm. You know, I just count my blessings every night. Like, it's so very lucky for it and that's probably like the baseline for it is that to contextualize it it's awful yeah right like just the process without in a normal situation is awful right even in the best of times it's not great it's difficult Mm -hmm. stressful lots going on yeah that's your baseline add to the fact the current market (laughs) as as we record this like it is just bonkers it is silly (laughs) right like it's so not so much nonsense out there right so i think it it helps it doesn't that doesn't get you knowing that doesn't get you into a house but at least it's sets the kind of baseline of saying like it is absolutely reasonable to feel wild crazy and overwhelmed with this type of stuff right it's not normal it's not good it's difficult uh so i guess from there the only thing really thing to say is in trying to stay as calm as possible and removing the heart from it as much as possible because the old romantic story about it is you'd go into a house, you'd see a viewing, and you just, you'd feel it. I mean, I, I don't know how many listeners might relate, or Jeff, you you either, but my my parents happily tell the story I grew up in, in the house that I grew up in, where they showed up, and he just said, we're getting this house. Right, right. You, you know, it spoke to them. Like, it, it, they could feel this house is where they are going to live. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. <laughs> That's that's very much like a, a situation of our parents, because yeah. now, uh, I remember we bid on in this current process. I think we had four or five bids before we finally got in on this one, and yeah. one of the other ones we went in on, somebody jacked it up a hundred thousand over asking price. Oh my god! Okay. And you know, and we're sitting there like, oh, this would be a really nice house to have. Oh, a hundred thousand over. I mm. s- oh, okay then, and you just like slowly back out of the room. <laughs> yeah. So. It's just really, I think, dissociating with it and making it a very head decision. Don't fall in love with any property. It's, you look mm-hmm. at it. This is wonderful. We like the neighborhood. We like this room. Or like it's good enough. Like we can definitely kind of build off of this and improve it. And it's like this This is a good investment and a good place for us to be. Let's let's go ahead and put an offer. And, that, and that's, that's kind of a way to say it. Like literally that's the type of way I think you phrase it as far as 
let's try to put an offer on this house as opposed to let's make this our house. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you've poured like heart into the whole thing as well. Right. And then for the, um, I, I do want to get your perspective, Jeff, but last thing I'll say is um, I, leaning on as much help as possible. You mentioned the paperwork and the terminology and all those things. Where we were very fortunate is we had a really great mortgage broker who kind of handled that aspect of it. Uh, we don't, they get a uh, commission, so we didn't have okay. to like, pay them out of pocket for it, but they were able to kind of handle a lot of it, like argue on our behalf to get really good rates. Uh, we had good lawyers that they recommended to use that covered the legal side of it. So, you know, like reaching, like the, there's some savings to be had if you want to take on some of that yourself, but balance it out between stress and capability so that right. you're not trying to like become an overnight lawyer so you're not yeah. messing up contracts which is just adding to stress to an already crazy house situation so like so jeff what would what was kind of your take when you read that you being a homeowner yourself uh yeah again very different market like you mentioned uh when we bought uh, i think it was a recession so oh, okay. uh, we were coming from an apartment and had a house offer but then walked away from it and the owner came back to us that doesn't happen oh anymore. my god <laughs> what yeah, that does you, not happen anymore. you sir have no advice for this man <laughs> no and but we haven't so <laughs> when we bought when we bought we, we said this was their starter home and mm. i think a lot of people of the older generation they would have a starter home and then their second home and then maybe their life home or whatever mm. now that's not like we're still in the same house because we can't move out of it right because otherwise we deal with four or five bids that are way over asking and we can't afford it like those are you know years in your life and I will say, like, just to piggyback off what you said, like, now's the time to call in the favors. So if you have anybody, mm. you know, that owes you something or doesn't owe you something or you could draw on their experience. If you know a terrible secret about somebody. <laughs> got some skeletons in the closet that you can just, you know, like, kind of hold over their head. No, but, like, if anybody has, like, in the family those skills or has been through the process and can, like, you know, help you out, now's the time to, like, you know, just candidly mention it to them because, you like, now's now's the time to ask for help and get through mm -hmm. it um, because that, that anxiety and stress level will be through the roof and to take it all on. Like I know even for myself, I want to always, you know, if I can try to learn it and save the cash, I'm going to try to do it. Mm. But sometimes that does not always work. And it takes a lot of mental energy, especially if you're not, you know, resting up, you're doing your own job, you're getting kids, you're trying to look for a house or maintain a house or wherever you are that's a lot man mm -hmm. that's a lot to shoulder so yeah look around and see you know what's in front of you and what you can kind of push off mm -hmm. uh if you can but yeah yeah I, 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 I think lines in the sand too like if you and your wife <laughs> kind of just discuss exactly with any bid how much more are you willing to go for yeah and, pre and predetermine it so it's not because again that's just an emotion thing because it's like oh if we only go like twenty thousand more we can get it and at, in, in the heat of the moment it's like there's this desire to win and get it and just kind of be <laughs> over with it and it could lead to decisions that will cause more stress so i think you know have a plan stick to the plan make it entirely clinical as yeah. much as possible it, you know it, it's easy to give this advice it's really hard to take it because like this is a very emotional purchase but um yeah it's crazy you're not alone it is absolutely wild out there just keep at it have patience and like do the best you can yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know, don't try to go and win for it if you if you can't. 
right? I'm, I'm, from my own lens, it's like that eBay thing, right? Where you're like, Oof. if only I just bid a little more, I can just win like, it, and this would be it. Like, <laughs> and then we'd be done. But you know, we're talking thousands upon thousands of dollars. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I get the between like the uh, process of getting it, and I'll say like I'm um, I'm a contractor, so me proving my income was just a hellscape well, nightmare. nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Which included, speaking of father, I had to send the bank my children's birth certificates to oh, prove that I had kids. See, now I thought you were going to say <laughs> certificate of the podcast to prove you had a podcast. I was like, <laughs> like, wait a minute, new dad gaming? <laughs> You're Trevor you? from new dad gaming? Oh, accepted. Don't oh, worry about it. Denied. No, thank you. <laughs> I've, I've heard your content, sir. <laughs> we have no interest of loaning you money. <laughs> But uh, it wasn't my original point. I don't. Know. I don't know. You were <laughs> off going. Sorry, I disrupted. Oh, it. Ch- children's birth. Yeah, like it. It was just, Lord, man. It, I had to provide like six years of records and kids' birth certificates. Like the mortgage broker was just stunned. Like she, I, she's like, I've never seen this before. Oh my <laughs> this God. is this is bananas, like madness. But mm-hmm. what I like, I said. Bless beyond bless that like I we ended up with a house and just I don't think we're ever moving. <laughs> it's just like, this it. is it. And it's not because we found a forever home. It's like we can never afford to move. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. It's so stressful. We're never getting out of this place. I'll die in this damn house. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, so anyways, Matthew at Hugh one seven one. Keep at it, brother. See how you get it. Yeah. All right. Everybody else, thank you so much for listening. This has been New Dad Gaming. Jeff, actually, let's wrap up beer picks real quick. How how did the surprise Jeff pick of the year uh, end up for you? It is so good, man. Hobgoblin. God, seriously. You need to pick up this. This is sorcery. Like they say on their website, sorcery. I do not like these kind of citrusy flavors in my beer, and it was delicious. So, yes, absolutely. Hobgoblin IPA. God, I'm so picking that up next night. Like, <laughs> I'm going tomorrow, man. I got. I'm That's so right. curious now. Um, <laughs> Lagunta's IPA, delicious, real solid beer, just excellent. If you want something classic Jeff style, oh, this is th- this is a bit more up your alley. Just excellent, tasty IPA. Nice, De- definitely both good. More two more good picks. Right as we start to re- consider wrapping up the summer of beers, <laughs> so. This has been New Dad Gaming. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, you'll notice this week we had a lot of great interaction from fans. We're so grateful for that. That was amazing. Um, you can reach out to us at our website, newdadgaming.com, or you can find us on Twitter at New Dad Gaming. We try as much as possible to be active on there. Really like suggestions, questions, uh, thoughts, like links to videos, whatever you have. We'd love to see it, love to speak about it. So at New Dad Gaming or newdadgaming.com. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major podcasting service. If you do subscribe, that actually really, really helps us out as we're trying to grow out this podcast and reach as many new dads as possible. Even better, if you could leave a review, Jeff and I would be eternally grateful. Really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have an 11-year-old, an 8-year-old, and I did hear a dad joke in this episode. Yeah, no. so it, like it, it did come full circle. So that was super. I, uh, I do appreciate that. I was, I was trying to think about how, and I just got, it was, it was great. Just the, <laughs> I avoid elevator, you know, I have to, <laughs> I just can't stand taking elevators, but don't worry. I'm taking steps to avoid it. Uh, just, I mean, 
that's what it is. <sighs> that's the way you end a show. That's right. <laughs> Except for our slogan. Just because you became a dad. Doesn't mean it's game over. <laughs> Until next dad joke. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.